0: they never would have worked with us to make it even better you know we contacted our key clients and said what can we do better everyone's given us a 9.8 average score over the last 10 years how do you make it better and there was a way when no one said there was a way there was a way and it was only because we had the challenges and the disruptions of the world we had a chance to slow down and actually look at it
1: hello and welcome to the leaders of b2b podcast On this show, we bring you interviews with leading executives at today's rapidly growing B2B tech companies. We dissect the stories, strategies, and journey of CEOs, COOs, CMOs, and more as they share their professional journey. Tune in each week for new episodes from today's leaders. This episode is brought to you by Content Allies. We help B2B tech companies build and run revenue-generating podcasts. We set you up with weekly interviews with your ideal prospects and strategic partners. You show up and have engaging conversations. We handle everything else. Learn more about launching your podcast at contentallies.com. This episode is brought to you by
2: Ad One Zero, where we do lead to close sales execution for B2B services companies with a technology flair. If you're looking to scale your company from six figures to seven figures of revenue. Talk to Ad1Zero. Welcome to Leaders of B2B. I'm Ledge, your co-host, and today's guest is Derek Gerber. He's the VP of Explainify, which I happen to know is one of the world's greatest, most amazing companies for B2B marketing assets and explainer videos. But I'm going to let Derek tell his story. Derek, give us like the two-minute introduction of you, your career, where'd you come from, and uh, we'll jump into what you're doing.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, bud, and I appreciate you having me here. It means everything. You know, really where it started for me was I had a chance to go run a business with my father or go join CNN at the time, and I've always been absolutely intrigued by the world of marketing, from the digital side to TV commercial to many other areas of you know where people advertise for paid and things like that so video has always been really a creative fun spot for me with my software background i basically worked my way through understanding that people needed short form video content to tell messages consistently that were on brand for millions oh, of people. All. and there's just that's all and it's pretty that's you know it's very self-explanatory in that sense but really like uh, while we deliver videos, I really actually like to think about explainify here as delivering results. So with my sales and marketing background and and running some teams, now we have the ability to help produce projects up to 40% faster after this year. We've doubled our team, we've doubled our size. And during this whole time, we've helped a lot of people grow <laughs> in uh, in challenging times. And we know that there are people out there who haven't found those solutions yet. So we also want to extend our arms out to them. But many people have used us, many clients come to us and trust us for our marketing advisory and consultation. So we're experts in delivering videos, but really we deliver results. And that includes conversions, sales, education, retention of content that you're trying to display, virtual events, everything else that requires a video, we do and we're experts. in. So
2: talk, talk about that delivery and the, the process. So I know that I have looked at Explainify in detail, and you know, you have a process that kind of applies to all those areas. It sounds complicated, you know. I'm I'm pushing you into pitching. I don't mean to do that, but you know, I think that <laughs> when I became aware of the company, you know, it was this thing I didn't understand the the full you know value of what that channel could do, and and I think you all have done a really good job of like you know unpacking that. So tell the tell the story of how you know animated video fits into B2B. Like sometimes people I think don't get that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know, it could be really subjective depending what industry you're in. But really at this point, everybody's open to premium animation because the technology has gotten so much better. We could produce videos in just a few weeks that just five years ago perhaps took nine months to make. So the ability for us to deliver with our own trademark frustration-free process that is a trademark. It's real. We've actually defined a process and logically laid out the path to how we get these things done. So it's not just a marketing given, it's actually an entire client experience that we create from start to finish. So the second we have a kickoff meeting, we get the materials we need and it's turnkey and we just run. And we have all different types of styles of animation that we can pull off for people. We have people who want us to integrate a hybrid of live action or maybe even live screen recordings of their software and blend it with animation. So it's much more than just buying a one-off video when you build a relationship with Explainify. If you just want that, we do it. But really what we try to do is open up the door and be like, hey, what's the plan? What are we going to do next? What are we really trying to accomplish? Don't tell me you thought a video last. And then you were just coming to check it off your list. Because if that's the thing, then you're just throwing your money down the drain. And I think that's probably where we have the most fun conversations. Like if you spent the same amount of money and you did it right and you planned it out through the future with us and you built a relationship that was solid and repeatable, what could we do? We do some serious damage. And that's where it gets really fun for us. So we do have ultra premium animation stuff you could put right into a tv commercial and it would be amazing if you live on your website social media all your all your campaigns right but then on the flip side not everybody needs that they just need a high quality video that they're proud of that really gets the, the the message across for what they're trying to do we're master storytellers that's what we do so we deliver results by telling stories the medium just happens to be video and the 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 trend for video right now is not 5, 10, 15, 20 minute videos. It's anywhere from 45 seconds on average for a longer video to maybe a few seconds longer than that. But 60, 90 seconds is a beautiful range for a longer video. But when we talk about short term, we're actually seeing ourselves bundle much more content around the 10 to 20, maybe 30 second max range, because it's way more enjoyable and retainable as we're scrolling through our lives, quite literally, we're on our devices now more than ever, especially given the times, but video has been the go-to. Video is the master tool that everybody's using to communicate these stories through the right medium because that's what people engage with.
2: And so how do you tell a story? Like, I mean, I would go to you and be like, oh, my thing is so complicated. And you know, like you can't possibly tell my story in <laughs> in 30 seconds. I mean, what <laughs> what's that look like? Like, how do you how would you distill let's have the 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 Derek? script off the top of your head distill your story into 30 seconds i want to i want to hear you break down into that superpower marketing pitch so that i could buy you from an animated video
0: right 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 all right here we go let's let's do the mask let's let's put it on ready time we go We create videos that inspire the masses, and we also create videos that cause a lot more people to remember who you are because you actually put that time and effort into making sure that your brand is being properly represented. There are too many companies out there in the world that just do video as a last ditch effort with poor quality, everything, uh, visuals, storyboarding, voiceover, nothing engaging about any of the choices, right? We've all seen that. We're bored to death of it. So that's really where we've turned it on our head is that all of our content is exciting, and it's engaging, and it's on brand, and you're definitely going to remember it. So really, I'd say the true value in what we do is we build brand awareness and brand legitimacy through high-quality videos that drive action. That's really the point. And if your videos aren't covering those different areas, then you're not really going to be successful. You're just pumping content out into the world just for the sake of doing it. It has a formula for a reason, and that's where we've mastered that.
2: Well done. Well done. All right, so I've known. I've known you a little while now. We've done some some work together. I know that you're a passionate guy and you actually believe the pitch that you're saying. So you how did you get yourself aligned in a, a career, you know, around like, I mean, B2B video is kind of like womp womp, right? Like you <laughs> you actually, you know, are sort of making it sound like that you're excited. And I and I believe, you know, that you are. Like, what was the path to get there that you, yeah. you know got excited in your own
0: career? career path to, to find your way into this. Oh man, I I could take it back to a lot of different angles. But I tell you, I probably I'm gonna start right from the beginning my first job out of high school. I was pulling golf carts. I was the guy driving the golf picker on a golf range. I did that for a year. Got the golf picker stuck in a mud, people hitting golf balls at me, waking up 5 30 in the morning and I realized like, hmm, this isn't for me. This isn't what I want to do for a living. <laughs> but you know, first job, you gotta learn that. And that's what I really appreciate. I got to do that from the bottom up. And so Through my whole course of career, um, I've always loved software and technology. I've just naturally been into computers and things like that. I can't code or develop, but I love learning how these things are put together. So I've had extra special experience in not only selling and marketing and doing accounting for these types of things. I've also had the ability to directly control a developer team and go build products myself. So from the front to back, I've really had a unique experience from starting from sales, growing into marketing, and then working my way back into product going like, this is how we collect information, utilize it, innovate our products, and then re-go deliver that message out to the wild. And if we're doing it right from a marketing perspective, sales would never have to pick up the phone. That's the way I want sales and marketing to work together. And I, and I know you're smiling because you and I agree on this. It's like if marketing is doing their job, instead of fighting, you know, we're coming together, we're doing these things. It's my job to drive better leads from a marketing perspective for the sales team so that they're turnkey, closed, done. I've already seen the videos. I've seen your site. It makes sense. Look, I'm just here to buy. Take my money. Send so me the contract. Yeah. Thank you. So you. Just just make the pain go away. And that's, that's the type of relationships we're driving here. We get people bringing stuff out. Of, like, you know, I never thought about it like this. Now that you've said this, it's making me think about this. And probably the most fun and the most value we've provided for anybody in the last six months alone is trying to provide paths of certainty during uncertain times. And we know that with video, it's not going anywhere. It's a growing medium. How we want to display your brand and tell that story, that's really the key piece. So working my way back from the nitty gritty software world where it could be so dry and boring at times because it's very technical. It's dense. It's a brick wall of information. How do I get some snazzy product person or an owner of a department or a leader of a company to come out of their workflow for two seconds to actually pay attention or to care to what software solutions I even had at the time? So I've gone through years of that from front to back all the way to this point. Now I'm in that ultra super special position of not having to do it for myself. I get to help other people do the same thing and solve the same challenges that I did. And, you know, I moved quite, a, quite a lot of product. So I got to tell you a video, it has all the stats It has all the data. So all it takes is a little bit of passion and effort, but man, you know, the formula really, uh, for anybody else trying to figure it out how we're doing it is have fun, kick ass, kick more ass. That's the way we want it to be. And we want people to be super passionate about their products. And that's what we bring to the table with our videos is that excitement. It's real and it's genuine because it works.
2: Absolutely. So you touched on something I think is clutch for like, I know for a B2B founder type of world or executive, like that you sat in a lot of seats. And so I, I think I can resonate with that as well. Like having had to have end up, I think you can't avoid the product and marketing seat. Like it's, it's really the one that you just, you have to end up in because it's kind of the hardest nut to crack. At least it was for me. Like it did not innately make sense to me until I was an operator, until I ran finance, until I had to run sales and became, you know, a sales guy, which is like never what I imagined. And I was a technologist and, you know, but ultimately like that last nut to crack was like, wait a second. Like we need to, we need to unify, messaging and like marketing is a real thing it's not just liquor and guessing and you know how i don't know if that was your experience but i i kind of heard that in your story i sat in lots of seats and i finally ended up in this like unifier position right but it's not the same as somebody who i think declares themselves a marketer you know and just starts doing social media or whatever like there's an integration right. factor there
0: that's right and, you know, uh, across the board, thousand percent, yes, because you find that in many different companies from my particular role, you have people who do, do strategy, and then there's some weird glass ceiling, and, you know, then there's executors or integrators after that, and I'm, I actually personally happen to be a hybrid, but my hybrid of You know, being understanding of a vision and and developing that future and strategy goes hand in hand with the email I send right after that phone call. I have a super high action output and I don't like to waste time. So I'm a very much like, what are the bullet points? Let's make the decision and go right now. I want to know how I could do something in nine days versus nine months. And that's literally how I approach everything. If I can't access a report in 90 seconds, then I have a problem with what's going on. and We're not doing the tools right. We're not properly educated. And that's my fault. So it's like this super high level of fun, but also like really high expectations of like how we're going to do everything and every little bit counts. So at the end of the day, I really got to say I come from my own experience of other people who have like raised me and coached me to think the right way, to cut out the, the fluff and the crap in between and just get right into making things happen. Don't talk about the idea for three hours and then not do anything for three months that's a complete waste of time. You can get it done in seven minutes and take action in 15 minutes and actually make impactful decisions in your company that you know will benefit you for a long time. So it starts with building a video plan or even for us, like how do we budget for the next year? Like all those little things like, do it now. Don't wait. And I think that's what gets me excited. But I really got to say, when it comes to you know having that passion and you know bleeding, explainify blue, just like somebody else would bleed, you know their own colors. I want that same passion to resonate across that brand. I want that person, those clients, our trusted partners, right, everyone to feel a lot of value and really the trusted and explainify that we're gonna we're gonna go to bat for you. We're gonna get this done, and it's gonna be a lot of fun.
2: So what's what's the next? You know, are you what are you excited about for? 2021, other than it's not 2020. I think everybody's excited for that.
0: But like, one, 2020, done. Right. Like
2: we're, <laughs> we're done with this disaster. And, you know, like we can all hang up. talk about a psychological line in the sand. You know, I think we're all just like, ah, oh, hopefully Ooh. it's better, right? Who knows? But what's next in, I don't want to say video marketing. I think you have a bigger, maybe thought process or vision than that. But uh, what do I, what do I need to be thinking about? As I'm a B2B sales and marketing, you know, founder, I'm, I'm running, I'm executing. Like, what the hell's next?
0: Yes. well, wow, perfectly set. And what the hell is next in 2021? I think that's probably the multi-billion dollar question for everybody. Obviously, there are enough challenges in the world. I'm not going to touch on them. I'll just flip on your TV for a minute. You'll see. But really, at the end of the day, like, I got to say, we're all ready for 2020 to be done with. And I think what we've learned from 2020 is actually a lot of useful information about how people treat their time at home, what they're doing with their devices, how we treat advertising and sponsorships and, you know, the, the boom of streaming and like just watching the movie industry and how that, you know, plays out by itself. Now you have, you know, dual releases, direct to streaming, you pay $30 to watch it at home or go to the movie theater when 10 years ago, we didn't even know that was going to be an opportunity for us. So it's crazy how events in the world can severely impact all of us but the part where everybody you know who wants the answer right it's like how do you innovate and figure out that next step so for us like i'm really excited because we have new video opportunities new product offerings coming in 2021 for our clients based directly on their feedback based on how 2020 played out we never had so many people approach us for virtualized events, but oh my goodness, you want to talk about people banging on the door. They need series of videos. They need five, 10 videos to explain ultra complicated processes that nobody will understand, but we're masters at doing in like 10 or 15 seconds. That's what we're, we're finding our value for our clients. And then building in that in, you know insurance policy that they've got everything they need. But if it's almost like you just cover these basics as to what best practices should be, then we tailor that piece to the types of content you need, the things we're going to be offering more more and more, right? Our role is expanding inside of many organizations, right? We have very large clients who are spending six, perhaps seven figures with us. I can't share all the details. Then we also have other people who are spending, you know, 10 plus a month, easy, uh, some even a lot more than that, 10x that, on trying to create ongoing short form video content. That is one of the key strategies that we have. So for us, innovating, learning from, not a fun year, but we made it a fun year, right? Trying to help our clients even better. Now we know what we need to take into the next year so we can deliver projects 40% faster with our new project management system. Huge shout out to the team on that one. Can't even touch that. Um, we're still learning the benefits from that, but then we're making clients happier, offering new products. And you know when 2021 comes around, a lot of stuff is going to change. Again, the new normal has not yet been defined, but video is not going anywhere. So you better double down on making video first in your strategy. All the all the different departments that you have, video is the way to go. So that's why we get excited. But a lot of stuff to share is still coming around. But we're right there just because of all the you know the work we put into 2020. We're not going to waste 2020. 21 it's going to be even better because of it.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of people are thinking about this stuff the right way in business. Took the opportunity and said, "Hey, if business slowed down a little bit, I mean, hopefully you're not." Yeah. dying, right? Like, you know, that you, you had some cash in the bank and, or maybe you got your PPP loan or whatever, but like invest in the business to build infrastructure while you're not under heavy client load, while things are changing, build that flexibility into the business. You talk about building a, a project management system. You know, I, I hope that people are taking that opportunity or have taken that opportunity maybe in Q1 too, you know, while stuff's ramping back up, like the best businesses of the last hundred years were built in the depression, you know, that these are difficult times, yet we get the opportunity to build really excellent things. So the hope being that, you know, even if you didn't spend that time, you still got maybe three or four months of malaise that you could work through. And, uh, you know, just even if you don't have the cash money, like build some systems because you're going to want to scale up when you're the last man standing in your, your industry.
0: That's right. And that's, that's, again, I would have to say winners find a way to create opportunity during times of challenge and trouble. And that's really what it's recognition. It's like creating your own luck, but then recognizing a moment as to, this is something we can do. And I think that is even more reflective, not pushing your message down, not like, but the internal reflection part. So from explain, if I were drinking on Kool-Aid, we we took a step back and be like, What are our biggest hurdles i mean we can't do all this other crazy stuff we're kind of at the whim of everybody when you're looking at april may june no one had any idea so like we're talking about middle of the year we had enough cash at the mirror like well we'll be okay it's kind of hard to like scope out what's going to do so like what can we do for our clients so we went back looked at ourselves like what could we do right now to make the the journey even better for everybody everyone's uncertain everyone's got a little edge on them we're trying to help what can we do so creating more transparency, doing things faster, doing them cleaner. It's almost like a frustration-free 2.0 process is what we did in the last six months. And I think that's probably where we found the most value. So we did not quit on the, the sales side. We pitched five times as many ideas as we ever did during a time where you'd be like, why are you pitching ideas? These people don't have money to spend on video, but it's wrong. It's like you have money that needed to be spent in other places, but your revenue goals didn't change. And now you need to scramble to find a way to do it. So guess who your new best friend is? And like, this is how we've become the trusted advisor and consultant side. Like there are plenty of explainer video companies in the world. Go ahead. You can get one for a few hundred dollars. You could probably make one for yourself if you took enough time, but I'm just saying, you know, to a certain level of turnkey service, and then also looking out for you, that's the next level. That's the innovative part. And that's where companies are finding a lot of opportunity. Just like we said, like, it's really challenging. How are we going to do this? Let's come up with something unique and boom, it is dropped. Everyone's very happy. We're happy. But I'm just saying now heading into 2021, it's like we took that time to really make ourselves better so our clients can experience a, a better onboarding. And then, you know, we're taking care of you type of process a relationship with Explainify. And that's what's key to us. So building our relationships with our clients, ultra priority during a time where we had more time to connect with people, right? Everybody was home. We, you know, we scheduled sp- more Zooms and we pitched more ideas, not trying to sell people, but like you should be considering this if and if you're not what else you know what else is on the table for you, you know, we've had so many of these sessions and they've been really fun so trying to focus on making ourselves better was really like the final step so i feel super good about 2021 but we did not hesitate we went big and you know we we got some results cuz of it and our clients benefited from that
2: what were some things that you know so you're a rosy guy you got a rosy picture all the time so tell me about some challenges like where are some things where you just like <laughs> you ran into the wall, maybe personally or professionally, or, you know, the the business, you know, you don't need to air out the dirty laundry, but (laughs) where, where are some places that you kind of ran headlong into the brick wall and you kind of learned some things this year?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, besides being kicked out of my office at my previous job at the time and we all had to go home. I remember we were in the office and it's like two o'clock and, you know, boss rolled by and said, uh, you all need to leave now. Sorry. And that was the last time I ever stepped foot in that office. And I, I this is a true story. So, I mean, I loved Actopedia. Like I you know, still love that brand and everything, but the company got sold in that whole process. So I happened to literally step out a week or two, you know, before that after working at home for like a month and a half, but you know it's pandemic. I didn't know. Um, I was working with Eric, Eric offered me a full time job, I told him he was crazy. I would, you know, would never even consider that right now. You're out of your mind. Eric Kingston,
2: CEO of and founder of Explainify. Yes,
0: Eric and Derek, you know, the amazing duo. Um, Yeah, Eric sold Derek. (laughs) Derek (laughs) accepted. And I think that was probably the biggest, scariest thing that I've done in a while. It was like, I already have a job. I've got all the, you know, wow. There was just nothing but opportunity here. economic collapse. Why not jump to a startup? You know. Yes. Yeah. it's like, sure. Why not? You know, like, you know, there's nobody <laughs> struggling. Well, that's a hard conversation to
2: bring home too. You know, I, you're, you're a dad, you got a family, you know, like there's yeah. economic realities. That's right. You know, to all those things,
0: so. As you can see, you know, my best dad mug, they only give one of these away. So if someone else right. didn't get one, sorry, this is the only one ever made. So you only get one best dad a year. So I, you know, My kids
2: tried one. to buy that right before yours did. I'm <laughs>
0: that's, I think mine just got it off the shelf a little faster. <laughs> But in all seriousness, yes. I mean, yeah. The the added struggles of I can't fail. I've got a family. I got a mortgage. I I got to pay to keep the electricity on the side going. I got to you know I got things I got to do too. And there was a seemingly a lot of risk because the challenge was that I didn't have ultimate transparency. So the first things I did first. 60 days into it was where am i not clean on things where are things not making sense where are the workflow is not right using my background of software and workflow automations and implementing these things it was kind of like in between systems meth i was like okay i got that part you know connect this to that got it you know those are the things But there's so many gray areas inside of our business that actually took a little bit more time and that was more from just the onboarding part of the client to when we invoice, to finishing a project, to then having to send the second part. It's like there's this ongoing cash flow amoeba thing that floats with us yeah. as to what we have on hand, trying to understand what we have on hand in cash, right? Like we have this cash, but we can't keep it all. We're going to have to, you know, produce right, these to,
2: And what have we committed to do with this money? Absolutely. And yeah, it's, it's hard when you work project-based. You know, right. there's a lot of companies that can get away with and and we all hope to be MRR, you know, at some point you hit the credit card every month and I don't really need to think about that. And it's not <laughs> lacking a liability. And, you know, that's, that's great. That's not yes. maybe the reality of, of a lot of B2B businesses. So.
0: That's right. And, you know, to be even, you know, uh, more reflective upon 2020, Um, many clients were coming to us for just one offs because it was just, you know, Hey, we have a video, we need it. Great. And we were, we were fine with that. But as more of the world changed, more of the inbound communications to us to be like, I need help. I need to actually figure out how to do this uh, bigger. And I have extra money here or there sometimes, but really it's more like I can't do it the way I just did three months ago. And I have to say, because of 2020 going through that, pain together. And we all did that together. We adjusted fairly well because it gave us an opportunity to learn a lot more about our clients and build that personal relationship. So again, there, there's a commodity out there. If you want to spend $200 and get a video, yeah, that's okay. Those those people are out there. It's just not us. But if you want you know, to go and do it right, then you work with us. But that's where we sit down with our clients and uh, we really scope out that game plan for them. But if the relationship wasn't there, if people didn't trust us, this year never would have happened. Um, those challenges, like we, they never would have worked with us to make it even better. You know, We contacted our key clients and said, what can we do better? Everyone's given us a 9.8 average score over the last 10 years. How do you make it better? And there was a way. When no one said there was a way, there was a way. And it was only because we had the challenges and the disruptions of the world. We had a chance to slow down and actually look at it. So I will say at first, if we didn't do anything, if we, if we just sat back and be like, hey, let's just see how the year plays out. Uh, we would not be having this conversation. You wouldn't want to interview me because I wouldn't have an exciting story and it'd be really dark and dreary. And that's not what I do. Like, So we came in, we just kind of willed it into existence. And then very quickly, we found ourselves on a better part of a better business situation so that we can also use that to better benefit our clients, right? We put in a new system, we we have more resources to play with, we hired more uh, project managers. So, I mean, in the essence of being able to deliver faster, we have all the right personalities on board that are going to help you tell the story the way that you want it to be told, that you're going to be proud of for years. So, again, clients coming back repeat after repeat wasn't because... Oh, you know, we had a schedule. It was like, I don't have a schedule. I don't have the game plan. I, you know, my kids are running around in the back, you know, dogs barking, kids screaming, people banging on the door, kids walking in on Zoom meetings. Like all that stuff is real and we're all in it together. So I don't know. I felt like we've been on so many calls, endless hours of calls, and we've all been Zoomed out to death. But at this point, I think it's actually been a lot of fun for us to learn way, way more about our clients. And obviously, it's benefited us. So we're going to keep riding that wave and building out those relationships. But uh, it's been nothing but fun this year for us.
2: Right on, right on. Well, it's awesome to have you here. Um, Anybody who wants to understand, I guess, their video strategy, go over to explainify.com. Any other particular instructions or... Anything you want people to know for, for next year video?
0: Yeah. Uh, If you go to our website and you watch that video on the front and you don't hang out after seven seconds, then I didn't do my job. So (laughs) if you're not impressed, I mean, we're, we're, we're about drinking our own Kool-Aid. You're going to see our stuff online. You're going to see it everywhere. You're going to see our brand grow. We're building our own brand awareness and legitimacy. And it's because we're in a number of fortune 100 and 500 accounts. They charge us, you know, with with really big accountability <laughs> for for delivering on some very massive things but then we help everyone all the way down to you know to the startups the people that we want to build those relationships with so we treat you know everybody with utmost kindness and generosity right but we also want to provide genuine insightful and helpful information for everybody. So really at the end of the day, the relationship is really key to us. And we look forward to making even more friends. We want to have friends that we go kick some butt together with. So if you'd like to learn more about that and just have a fun ideation session about what could be, what other clients are doing, we'd love to do that for you. That'd be so much fun.
2: So you're a, you're a marketing guy yourself. You love talking to people, I'm sure. How do people find you personally, Derek Gerber? That's
0: right. Uh, easiest way to connect with me is you go to LinkedIn, search for Derek Gerber. I should show up there. <laughs> That's probably the best way to get started with me. Um, or if you came in through our website, uh, if you ever made a comment or request, I would see that uh, at the same time too. But uh, you feel free to contact me anytime. That's okay. I don't know if I'll share my stuff here or you send it, but again, you can reach out to me virtually any platform and I'll find a way to respond.
2: All right, Derek Gerber, VP of Explainify.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us today. Super fun. Thank you. We can't wait to be back another time.
1: Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. You can see the show notes and more links from today's episode at leadersofb2b.com.